It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Late game shots giveth, late game shots taketh away. And the Orlando Magic are still trying to find a 48-minute effort. They're trying to find that last play to get them over the hump. You're trying to find this episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is November 20th, 2022. My name is Philip Ross Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Orlando Magic fall just one play short of a big win against the Indiana Pacers, of continuing to build some confidence uh, as we examine the kind of dichotomy between... Uh, Game-winning shot one night and missing a game-winning shot the next. We're going to get into all that, plus how the Magic make that last play to get over the hump. We're going to get into that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for in the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. That's prizepix.com, promo code LOCKEDON. We didn't get much time, and you never get much time in the NBA, to celebrate your victories because there's always something around the corner to humble you and to bring you back down to earth. There's always something that's going to just cause you to rethink everything you know about the team that you think you're covering which is why all NBA teams always say you can't get too high, you can't get too low. In an 82-game season, so much can happen. So many things can go crazy. So many things can happen. You got to always find your level and you got to be able to roll with the punches. And, and, and you know, you, I, I give a lot of credit to this Orlando Magic team with all the frustration and all the struggles and all the difficulties that they've had. 
they have done a good job rolling with the punches. Um, but the reality is, this Magic team is struggling. Um, this this Magic team is has taken some undeniable steps for those that have watched this team play, but have also found themselves right back in the same spot. And honestly, uh, you know, these two games, both Friday's win over the Chicago Bulls and now Saturday's loss uh, to the Indiana Pacers, these two games have shown how far the Magic have come and yet how far they still have to go and how difficult this last important step is. Look, there's no denying the Magic have a lot working against them. It's not just their youth and inexperience, which we've highlighted here numerous times. It's the lack of depth that comes from having so many injuries. With Wendell Carter and Gary Harris missing Saturday's game for the second night of a back-to-back as they continue to return from their injuries and and deal with their injuries, um, this team is just very severely depleted. Um, and, And, you know, really for the first time, Jabal Mosley is kind of admitting that it's really, really tough to win these games and to stay competitive with the way this team is playing. Um, and, and, and I hope that, you know, that A, we don't lose the sight that, that the Magic are capable of winning these games nonetheless. And we should hold them to the standard of find a way to win these games. Find a way to play. Find your way to play to not only give yourself a chance to win, but to win them in actuality. But also give them the grace to say like, hey, a lot of these guys are being asked to do things that they wouldn't normally be asked to do. And while I think there are things that can be done a little bit better and and can be put in the right spot to give this team its best chance, they are still there. Because for the second straight night, it came down to the final possession. For the second straight night, the Magic had the ball with a chance to win the game. And honestly, they executed that last play about as well as they could have. Trailing by one point uh, with the ball in the final possession, about 10 seconds or so left, the Magic set up their inbounds after the timeout. They inbounded the ball to Bull Bull at around, uh, at, uh, around the top of the key. He fed it to Franz Wagner, who got a running start from the backcourt, and Franz got all the way to the basket and tried one of those layup shots that he makes routinely and a million times and has been super efficient with. Except this time it didn't go in. No one here should be upset with the execution of that play or with Franz Wagner for missing the shot. That, you know, you can live with missing a shot. That wasn't the problem in this game. But as, as was kind of put after the game itself, The Pacers had one more play on this evening than the Orlando Magic. And when you look at this season in total through the the 17, 16, 17 games that they played, when you look at this season in total, one theme emerges. It is always that this team has been one play short. The Orlando Magic have played, or have tied now, for the most clutch minute, clutch games played, not clutch minutes, clutch games played in the league at 12. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks have played 12 clutch games, with, which is defined as any game within five points in the final five minutes of the game. Orlando's played as many clutch games as any team in the league. That should be seen as a victory. But the Orlando Magic are only 3-9 and nine in those games. What does that tell you? Well, that, that tells you a little bit about the composure 
and the poise that this team plays with that they're not able to execute all the time and win those games. It tells you that close games are random, which they are. Close, you know, again, falls on Jalen Suggs hitting a three-pointer or Franz Wagner hitting a layup. Um, those can be random sometimes. And it tells you that this team isn't making those little plays. That last play, that last little bit they need to win basketball games. In this case, it, you know, Franz Wagner making or missing that layup determined the game. But so did several other plays that led up to it. A play like the one that led to the game-winning free throws from Aaron Neesmith. Uh, That came because Orlando Jalen Suggs played some fantastic defense on Tyrese Halliburton, forced a tough three-pointer, and Neesmith snuck in behind Bull Bull, got the rebound, drew a foul, and we'll see what the last two-minute report says about whether there was actually a foul there. I am dubious, but I can see if see if I can see the league covering covering themselves and saying that it was a foul, and you know we'll let the conspiracy theorists go and don't let games be determined by officials. That's my goal. Get the get the damn rebound. Um, that's a play that costs you a game. That's the play that costs the team the game. Not getting the rebound. As did some of the decisions that were made throughout the course of the final stretch. Franz Wagner hit back-to-back three-pointers. Gave the Magic a four-point lead at one point. But the Magic up by... Two, up by uh, 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 what was that? It was The Magic were up by one after giving up a three-pointer themselves. And Franz Wagner took a really contested bad step-back three. You want the ball in his hands. Franz Wagner was incredible throughout the fourth quarter and by far the best player on the team right now with Paolo Bencaro and Wendell Carter out. You want him on the ball. But this was a bad shot. This was the wrong time to heat check, the wrong time to kind of feel yourself. And that shot led immediately to the play or put Indiana in a position where they could win the game at the foul line. They could win the game with an offensive rebound. They could win the game with a putback. They only needed a basket to win the game. It's an understanding of time and score. It's an understanding of what the moment calls for. And Franz Wagner is certainly willing and ready to step up to that moment. He's not afraid to shoot the ball, but there's a rare bad decision by Franz Wagner. Now look, that can cut the other way too. Jalen Suggs made a really bad decision late in the game against the Chicago Bulls. Going into the lane, shooting a layup, and missing it a wild layup and missing it that led directly to a fast break for Javante Green that put Chicago up four. He got his chance at redemption and he took it. We talked about how taking that opportunity is a sign of this team's growth. And yes, they have grown. I, I just I have to keep stressing that. The results aren't showing how much better this team is than it was last year. But the results are ultimately what matters. There were other elements of this game too, but at the end of the day, Close games come down to making that play. And if you're asking me what the Magic's problem has been throughout the course of the season, has been that play. Where the Magic have improved is they they don't go through four, five, six-minute stretches where they're just awful. I know I made this comparison, or I made this note a lot last year where I said, you know, the Magic right now, I said this last year, the Magic right now are capable of playing a 42-minute game. But the game is 48 minutes, and those six minutes when they're really struggling, they get killed. Well, this year, the Magic are probably capable of playing 45, 46 minutes, maybe even 47 minutes when they're healthy. That's a big leap. But it's those three minutes where they get killed 
that determines whether they win or lose games. And right now, they're not getting killed in those minutes because it happened in the third quarter. We're going to get to that coming up in the next segment. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the issues the Magic are facing, but the Magic get killed for maybe three, two, three minutes in every game. Maybe they give up a double-digit lead. Maybe they fall back down by 10, but they fight their way back and give themselves a chance to win to where games right now aren't decided by those two to three minutes. They're decided by two to three plays. And consistently this season, the Magic have struggled to make those plays. That's what's happening with this team. That's what's keeping this team from taking that big next step. It's a lot of things, obviously. There's a lot of factors that go into this, and and we're going to dive into some of them here in a minute. But it comes down to the Magic need to make the winning plays. It's not the winning shot. It's the winning plays. And right now, they've been a play maybe too short. That's the difference in this game right now. That's the difference in these games. And that was the difference Saturday night as the Indiana Pacers defeated the Orlando Magic. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the third quarter struggles and the pickle that Jamal Mosley has found himself in and this team has found itself in as they try to navigate their way through the season. We're going to get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first... Today's episode, this podcast, is sponsored by BetterHelp. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual. Um, So it's not working for you. It's normal to feel stuck. And it's normal to want to ask for help and, and find someone to help you get through it. It can be tough. It's a lot, maybe a lot of hard questions that need to be answered, a lot of things that you need to dive into. And frankly, our society isn't always welcoming of people seeking that help. Um, certainly here in America, it's, it, can, it can be a little bit rough. But navigating any, any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, a new relationship, or becoming a parent, or just your everyday problems. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected more than 3 million people with licensed therapists It's convenient and accessible anywhere, 100% online. I know I have used therapy throughout many points in my life, whether it was helping me get through uh, my parents' divorce when I was younger to dealing with the stresses of entering the job market during an economic downturn. Um, You know, still something that I think we all deal with and maybe are all preparing for as well. Whether you've been in therapy personally or or whether you're new to the the whole, whole endeavor, just having someone to talk to and give, so give some perspective and some advice can be so liberating and free. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online, plus it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It really cannot be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA. That's betterhelp, H E L P dot com slash locked on NBA. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. 
Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you're listening to us, whether it's on Sunday or whether you're listening to us on Monday. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide every Monday through Friday on the Locked On Sports Today podcast. It's available on this app and wherever you get your podcasts. So look, um... I'll say this. Uh, the Orlando Magic have enough to win. Um, I, I I truly believe that. Um, you know, Again, they have to play well. They have to play dialed in. They have to play at a really high level. And honestly, the Magic did that for much of Saturday night's game. Um, their energy, their effort, their defensive focus, for the most part, was right where it needs to be. Um, again, when the, the, this team... This team isn't always dialed in at the, at the highest levels they need to be at. Um, you know, especially on the defensive end. Um, but when they get there, they go very well. Um, you know, again, if, 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 if I sound like I am being too optimistic covering a 5-12 and 12 team right now, it's because I see all these good signs, and I fully recognize that injuries have played a major part of this story, um, and that we haven't seen the magic the way they were intended to be in any way, shape, or form. So many of the Magic's problems in getting organized, getting Franz Wagner the ball in a big spot, which didn't happen late in the game, gets solved with a point guard, with Markel Fultz. I mean, yeah, Jalen Suggs has gotten a lot better. We're going to get to him when we go over the box score here in a bit. Um, but it's there, there's there's a lot that's working against this team. And, it, and it's, it's getting tougher and tougher and tougher not to recognize this. Fans are frustrated. And, 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 and I tend to be the voice of reason and not, you know, overreact to things. But a lot of the frustrations fans are feeling are completely valid. Um, you know, whether it's the injuries and, and waiting for players to come back, whether it's, um, again, whether it's the injuries and waiting for players to come back, whether it's some of the rotation decisions, this team is just stuck in a really bad spot right now. In Saturday's game, Orlando had one center available in Mo Bamba. Bobo's not a center, folks, and, and they don't want to play him at center. They don't want to play Franz Wagner at center, which left them playing Admiral Schofield at center. So there were times where, yeah, Admiral Schofield was trying to muscle up against Jalen Smith and muscle up against Miles um, uh, Turner, and the results went exactly how you would expect them to go. It was not good, but the team didn't really have any options. And, you know, I, I, I've praised Jamal Mosley some for narrowing and tightening his rotations in second halves, but he is trying everything he can. When something is not working, especially in a tight game like it was here, he was trying to find something else that would work. He brought, R, he brought RJ Hampton in in the fourth quarter for the first time and left him in for the entire game. RJ Hampton played clutch minutes without playing, and I agree. Some of that doesn't make sense. You either trust him or you don't. Um, and, and clearly you trust him enough to play him in clutch minutes with, with I thought was 
his worst game of, of his limited time this season. Um, but it's weird. Kevon Harris came in for the first time in the fourth quarter, gave the team some really good energy. Um, again, maybe tried to shoot a little too much. That's kind of his, his deal and his weakness right now, but gave the team a bunch of energy to help them stay and get back in this game. But the reality is, and Jamal Mosley is acknowledging this pretty openly now, that he is struggling to formulate a plan and come up with a rotation with all the injuries this team has faced. Whatever plans he had in the preseason have been thrown out completely or have been shelved until guys get back. Uh, and, and on top of that, um, on top of that, he's trying to fit a roster that does you know that yes is positionless, but also doesn't quite fit or doesn't have all the pieces that he needs. It's hard to watch him search and hard to hard to watch this team you know not have that structure because it's put so much pressure on everyone else. If Franz Wagner seems like he's pressing sometimes, it's because a that dude wants to win as much as anyone on this team, as much as anyone out there. He's Franz Wagner is a much bit bigger and you know you know much big, bigger competitor than I think we all anticipated. Um, he is very good. Um, beyond that, you have him having to separate his two best offensive options to make sure that one of them is on the floor at all times and that they get time together in Franz Wagner and Jalen Suggs. Without them, they have no one else who can attack the basket, can attack the paint and make things happen. It's it's frustrating to watch a team be this shorthanded. It's not that they're not capable of winning. It's not that we shouldn't hold them to the standard of winning. This was a game they should have won. They led all the way through until the fourth quarter. They were up 10. They held back runs. They kept extending the lead back out, but couldn't quite put them away. Then they had a really bad third quarter when some of these bad lineups took over. When the Magic had to go to some of these, these poor lineups and, and started to struggle to find their offense. When they started giving up some of the some of the three-pointers and some of the open threes that Indiana usually feasts on. This... There, there's struggles beyond the, the depth, but the depth makes it harder. Because Mosley made this point after the game too. Orlando had a bad third quarter, but they were holding Indiana off until the very end of that third quarter. And then Indiana made their run. And you could tell Orlando was kind of buckling under their lack of depth. Um, this is not the team they imagined and not the groupings and pairings they were hoping for when the season began. None of this is an excuse, of course. Um, the Magic still had their chance to win. and Like I said, the 12 of 17 games have had clutch minutes. Um, they've only had two wins that didn't. They've had, I think, three losses that didn't. Um, so they're, they're in these games. They have their chances. And again, they made mistakes. They made bad decisions. They missed plays. They didn't get that one play that they needed to win. But they are climbing uphill right now. You probably don't need me to say it. But they are trapped between a rock and a hard place. Because as Jamal Mosley noted, he's not just concerned about trying to win these games. He's also concerned about not overusing the players that have the most pressure on them. He is cognizant that 
Franz Wagner can't go out there and play 37, 38 minutes. That's, that's not going to be good for him in the long run and not going to be good for the team in the long run. He can't lean on these players too much or he's going to get burned. Now, yes, could they play a little bit more? Franz Wagner played only 30 minutes in this game. Probably should have been a little bit more. Um, you know, Mo Bamba... It, Mo Bamba and Bo Bowl leading the team with 33 minutes. Jalen Suggs at 33. Yeah, so there, 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 there might be a little... RJ Hampton ended up with 25 and a half minutes, which does not seem possible. It did not seem like he was out there that long and was all in... All late in the game. All late in the game, pretty much. Um, there's... The Magic have a lot to, be, to, to work on, to be frank. Um... They're not far off, though. That's the important thing to remember right now. They get healthy. They get some stability. They get some consistency. They get some organization. They're right there. Right now, it's just really, really hard. And that's only added to the frustration that so much of this team's potential is out of its control and not on the floor, helping out. We're going to talk a little bit. We're going to go through the box score, talk a little bit about some individual performances. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, today's podcast is brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. It's a busy, busy Sunday in sports. You've got the NBA, of course, with the full slate of games, the NFL, no Florida teams playing on Sunday, and of course, the start of the FIFA World Cup, Team USA getting set to play on Monday against Wales. Very, very exciting. Excited about that. If you're looking for a daily fantasy game to get into all the action, Prize Picks is the game for you. This is not like those other daily fantasy games where you're playing in a salary cap, you're going into these gigantic player pools and just hoping to get your money back. Going up against sharks, going up against the professionals who know what they're doing, enter 20 million entries to make sure they win all the prize money. That's not this game. This game is you versus the projected numbers. The way you play is you pick two to six players. And if they go to score more or less in their prize pick projections, you can win up to 25 times your money. You can win a lot of money here. There's no competing against other people. It's really just you versus projections. And they have every sport imaginable from NBA, NFL, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, and a whole lot more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals is currently operational in more than 30 states, including here in Florida and Canada, too. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports today. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. Check it out today, Prize Picks. The best daily fantasy game I've ever played. Again, use promo code Locked On for that instant deposit match. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
Let's dive into the box score a little bit as the Orlando Magic fall to the Indiana Pacers, 114-113. to Their second straight game where they had the ball in their hands with a chance to win. Franz Wagner missing the layup um, uh, that, that would have given the Magic a win. But just, again, really just a, a fantastic game from Franz Wagner. 29 points, 9 for 17 shooting, 5 for 9 from beyond the arc, 6 for 6 from the foul line, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. Um, for, like, dude, Franz is, Franz is good. Um, he was slow in the first half. He really didn't kind of take, he really kind of was kind of feel, feeling his way through. Um, you know, he's dealing with, a, I think, a, some type of finger issue. He's got his hand, his right hand all wrapped up. But the dude just gets into the paint at will. His, his jumper is starting to come around now. And there's just no way to defend him, um, to be, be perfectly honest. It's, it's you hope he misses because he is going to get to his shot. He's going to get to his spot. And, and really, you know, playing point guard, he's become a better passer, better distributor. But he is a scorer first. And he's going, honestly, when Markel Fultz comes back, when Paolo Bancaro comes back and some of that ball, ball handling and playmaking duty is, uh, he's relieved of some of those duties, he is going to be, he's going to be a problem. Uh, he is going to score so much easier, so much more efficiently. It, it's, defenses are going to be pulled apart. Um, getting even, getting Wendell Carter back as we saw on Friday night, Franz, it, Franz and Wendell are just perfect together. They work so well together. Um, and so getting Wendell back Monday probably is, is it, it's going to be a different game. And, you know, it's, it's, it's hard right now to, it's hard right now to find any flaw. And I mean, there's, there's flaws. Franz can still get a lot better, but um, it, it's hard for me to kind of just describe or put into words the kind of effort that, that Franz Wagner has put in. He has been outstanding, just outstanding. And it's just, it's just incredible to watch. It's incredible to watch him grow. It's incredible to watch him grow just even in the course of the season. Forget last year, just from where he was at the beginning of the season one month ago to where he is today. Um, he's just he's just so good. And, 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 you know, he's really special. And, you know, he wants to win so bad. And it's just a matter of getting that last play and getting the teammates on board, getting the teammates to, to help get him there. And, and, and I think the Magic have it. And so we're going to see hopefully what this team looks like when, when it's full. But Franz has really come into his own. You know, honestly, play, this time playing without Paolo has been really good for Franz because it's shown him that he can be that lead scorer. And yeah, he needs to, um, you know, make that shot at the end. But I don't think he's ever taken a shot at the end of a game like he took, um, took, took Saturday night. Yeah, like he had that big shot against Denver last last December. But this was the first time I think he was really kind of the guy late in the game, ball in his hand, make the decision, made a bad decision. You know, with with that three pointer that I talked about before the game, before the game winning free throws, um, but took a really good shot with the game on the line. Magic put that trust in him; absolutely deserved it. Absolutely uh, earned it. Uh, Bull Bull, I thought had Bull Bull had a really nice game: twenty two points, nine for fifteen shooting, two for three from deep, eleven rebounds. Uh, no one really knows how to defend Bull Bull yet. Um, defensively, I thought he was pretty good. Got turned around a few times. Did a good job, kind of containing and and, and staying with Buddy Healed. Buddy Healed. Did have 15 points, five for 11 shooting from beyond the arc. So a deep, you know, again, that's good three point shooting, but that was all they limited him to. Um, so did a good job, kind of keeping him, especially in the first half. Second half, things got a little bit loose. You know, Bull's not the greatest defender, and obviously that lack of awareness is what led to the rebound. Um, you know, I I don't mean to put it all on Bull. I think Bull's done some really incredible things and and has been a really big boost to the offense. Just another big guy. Who can get himself to the basket and 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 make plays off the dribble, which again the Magic just seem to have a, an, a, almost too many guys 
who can create their own shot off the dribble and not enough guys who can pass off the dribble right now. Um, but uh, but that def- that awareness defensively was big. Bol Bol and Mo Bamba, who also had a really nice game, 21 points, 6 for 14, shooting 3 for 8 from deep, 6 for 8 from the foul line, 9 rebounds. Mo Bamba was fantastic as well. Um, Mo and Bol have to do a better job on the glass. I know, they, I know I just said they had 20 of the Magic's 41 rebounds, but big rebounds, big missed rebounds, got to get those. And, and I think that, again, that's it's one play. You don't want to judge a whole game on one play, but at winning time, you got to make plays. It, it, it's not about anything else that happened before. At the end of the game, when the clock is sticking down, you just got to make some plays. And, and, and again, that's where the Magic struggled late in this one. So despite good games from Franz, despite good games from Mo, despite good game from Bowl, they all had mistakes down the stretch that ultimately cost them uh, a chance at this win. Jalen Suggs, I actually thought, had a really nice game. 12 points, 5 for 12 shooting, 2 for 6 from deep. So not the greatest shooting night. Added 8 assists, but did have 4 turnovers. So again, you get a little bit of good and the bad with Jalen Suggs. Either Again, he's either running really, really good or running really, really bad. He was hitting his jumpers pretty well. Couldn't finish around the basket in this game. He was you know, distributing the ball pretty well. Had some bad turnovers where, you know, just kind of loses that focus for a little bit or tries to do a little too much. That's that's kind of the big thing with Jalen Suggs is just simplifying the game, making sure he's not trying to do too much. Um, but overall, again, just Suggs is starting to come into his own. He's starting to figure some things out. The game is starting to slow down for him. He's still got a long way to go to get where the magic even to be, but a really solid effort nonetheless from Jalen Suggs. Other notable performances, um, you know, I do got, I do have to mention R.J. Hampton, 14 points, 5 for 8, shooting 2 for 3 from deep. I did not think he played that well or as well as his stats would suggest. But, you know, R.J., especially in the fourth quarter, made some plays. You know, he played a little bit in the second quarter, um, which is where he got some of his minutes, uh, played uh, the whole second quarter, it looks like, actually looking at my box score. I did not think he played well in the second quarter. I thought, uh, you know, he's trying to do a little too much, going a little too fast. Um, you know, not kind of playing within the flow of things, just kind of forcing things. Didn't really work, but fourth quarter made some major plays. Again, he played um, He played all, He played the entire fourth quarter again, so the Magic were just throwing him out there for long stretches, which is kind of crazy. But eight points, three for three shooting. Good job attacking the basket. Good job making things happen. But the game kind of played naturally for him. You know, Hampton's had a good season. He hasn't played as much as he should. I agree completely with that that he needs to be on the floor more. He's earned the trust, um, earned a look. Look, you know, may, you know whether the Magic are trying to make sure they get a good look at Caleb Houston. Houston's had his ups and downs. I, I think he might benefit from some time in the G League to kind of get his feet under him, just kind of see if the game is slowed down at that level for him so that when he comes back up to the NBA. But, you know, I think the Magic are making a concerted effort to see what they have in their second-round pick. They spent that capital on him. They want to see what they have. Uh, but RJ has probably outplayed him. Um, certainly I think it's probably outplay Kevon Harris, although I think Kevon Harris gives them a little something different defensively that they're looking for. Um, but again, it, RJ's, RJ's doing his job and doing everything this team's asked him to do, and I think he's done it generally pretty well. Uh, I do have to mention Admiral Schofield. Um, two points, one for five shooting, over two from deep. Did have a minus 20 in this game. Um, Admiral Schofield's kind of becoming the tank commander of this team or, or, or the guy that fans are kind of asking why is he on the team or why is he playing. And um, I, I'm not here to say that Admiral Schofield's been good. He has not. Um, but I am here to say that the Magic could put Admiral Schofield in a really bad spot for him. Um, Admiral Schofield is playing backup center. He was having to guard Miles Turner. He was having to, to play a position that he is not meant to play. And he's versatile enough that he is 
able to try it and, and the Magic tried to hold the ship steady with it, it did not work. Um, that's on the coaching staff for kind of putting him in a bad spot. He, I, I don't think effort's the issue with him. I, I just think he's he's a tweener. The Magic don't know how to use him. They're intrigued enough with him to keep him around, but it's, it's hard to see him having an NBA future, and, and I think that honestly makes it hard for me to understand why they spent their two-way contract on him. Maybe they're burning off their games now so they can get back um, get back in the circle with the two-way contract later on. But yeah, I, it, the minutes with Admiral Schofield out there were not good. The Magic don't have a choice about it right now because they can't play Mo Bamba 48 minutes. They certainly can't play Bull Bull 48 minutes, and I don't think they want Bull Bull playing center. Um, so it's, it's, just, it's just rough right now. The Magic need to get some healthy bodies. They need Wendell Carter healthy. They'd like Mo Wagner healthy at some point, but even having like Paolo Bancaro or Jonathan Isaac, just having some other big guys that they can throw out there um, would be really, really helpful. Orlando ends up shooting 42.9% from the floor. This was not a good shooting game for Orlando. They did not get in the paint as effectively as they normally do. Um, when the three-point shooting ran, ran dry uh, and the free throws ran dry, that's when the Magic found themselves in trouble. They did get into this part in the third quarter where they were not attacking the paint particularly well. That's what really hurts them is when they're not able to get in the paint, you know, and not necessarily just driving in the paint, driving the paint with some composure to get the ball moving, to get the defense to collapse, not driving, just trying to throw a shot up at the rim. That's where they run into trouble. And again, I think that's something that they'll learn how to get better at as well. Orlando did hit their share of threes though. 16 for 42 from beyond the arc. That kept them in the game, kept them in the lead. 19 for 26 from the foul line. So again, Orlando does do a good job getting to the foul line overall in this one. Um, 26 free throw attempts to 91 field goal attempts is a a decent uh, free throw rate. Not uh, It's not 30, which is usually what the Magic are aiming for, but it's in the high 20s, which is pretty solid. Um, Indiana led in scoring by Tyrese Halliburton with 22 points. Miles Turner with 20 points. They got you know what you would expect from those guys, those guys throughout the game. Indiana really came alive with their shooting in the second half. They shoot 18 for 46 from beyond the arc for the game in the second half alone. They shoot 10 for 24. So Orlando matches them 10 for 25 from beyond the arc, but Indiana is a three-point shooting team. They want to get those shots up. Um, and so hitting those threes, you know, again, that was something they weren't doing as effectively in the first half. In the second half, they were able to get in the paint a little bit more. They were able to kick out. They were able to spray out. They were able to get into the rhythm. Uh, and that's where the Magic found themselves in a bit of trouble. Um, give Orlando credit. They did not turn the ball over here. 11 turnovers for just 10 points. Um, so that was not the issue here. Uh, fast break points weren't even an issue. Magic did lose points in the paint, which is very rare for them. Uh, so something that they uh, certainly need to improve on as they get ready for Monday's game against the Pacers. The Orlando Magic fall to the Indiana Pacers, 114-113. We will do it all again on Monday as the Magic play the Pacers once more. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places on the podcast to your podcast enable listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, Make your next listen the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day every Monday through Friday, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily, Locked On Magic is Pro another episode of Locked On
Hey Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.